Hi, I'm Randalyn. I'm Jennifer. And we're people. Talking about people. Hello, hello. It is Jen from People Talking People here with you today. And although you're hearing my voice first, you will only be hearing me for a couple minutes because today's episode, Randalyn will be talking about her recent career transition. And I thought it would be kind of fun to just cue it up a little bit and kind of give you some context around what she would be talking about today. So the entire episode today really is around her personal transition that she's taken out of uh, her previous role, Amalavita, and into her new uh, venture that she's on to now. And because this is something that's going on for her in her present life, we thought, oh, this would be kind of a fun thing for her to specifically talk about. Now, as you've probably figured out from the intro episode, Randallin is younger and earlier on in her career. So even this one transition, it may happen to be one of the first larger ones for her, but it's really had a big impact on her thus far. And this opportunity to really reflect on it has been really valuable for her. I always encourage my clients to spend time reflecting. You don't have to be a big journaler. You don't even have to get out pen and paper to do it if you don't want to. You can even just kind of do it in your head or talk out loud while you're in the shower, you know, whatever really resonates for you. But spend some time when you go through these big transitions in life, just really reflecting and thinking about what you've learned from the experience and what you would maybe do differently, what you would do the same, you know, would you change something or who can you share this experience with? How can you educate others around whatever this transition or change for you is? So perfect time for her to really be reflecting. So today she's going to talk a little bit about why she made her transition out from Ama La Vida. And uh, we just kind of jump right into it and dive right into it. And then she talks a little bit about the how, which I think is really important. You know, we often think of when it's time to leave, did I give my two weeks notice? And there's so much more to it than that. Um, In her case, you know, she really wanted to be very intentional about the exit for a number of reasons. She wanted to make sure that she supported them, you know, long enough that they would be okay with her departing. And there are a number of reasons of that due to friendships that she've made, the positive experience she had with the company. It's also a really small company, right? So it could even be that the size of a company you transition out of could potentially be something that changes um, the reason why you choose to do or not do something. I really think it's really um, nice when she kind of goes into that detail and shares it, but kind of to flip back even to the why portion, you know, for her, and she touches on this a few points throughout, she was just kind of getting to the point where she was feeling like the work was really repetitive, although it was extremely valuable to the company and um, frankly, stuff she was good at, right? Good at to do. But for her, it just felt very repetitive, like things she was doing over and over again, started to make it feel a little bit stagnant and no longer that kind of excitement or that investment in her own personal growth. She in particular is very passionate about continuing to learn, develop and grow. And she was just getting to the point where she wasn't feeling like she was having those opportunities much to learn, develop and grow. So Although, again, she had friends, although she respected the work, although she loved the company and the culture, you know, there's all these positive things there. But for her, it was just that time to make that transition. So I really do hope that you enjoy listening in and hearing a little bit around the why of her transition and then the how. She dives into the the seasons of life and how we always learn something from all the different seasons that we are in. Um, And hopefully you can glean something for yourself that feels either positive and applicable to you or just that you can, you know, put a little tool in your toolbox for later someday when you're going through your own next transition 
or maybe you just even pass this podcast along to a friend who's going through a transition. Nonetheless, we're going to dive right in. So I just want to give you a quick reminder that People Talking People is part of the Wonder Barn Podcast Network. And I've given that website to you a few times. I'll give it to you again. Wonderbarn.com, which is W-A-N-D-E-R-B-A-R-N. You can check out our podcast details along with some of the other podcasts that Wander Barn has, which include things such as travel, yoga, health, and business. Lots of great things to listen to over there. So hop on over to wanderbarn.com and listen into some of the other podcasts. And without further ado, please enjoy the time with Randolyn. After being there two years, I was working directly under the CEO and we'd had a couple conversations around me taking on more and there wasn't really anything else that I could take on that I wasn't already doing. So it became pretty clear that if I wanted to find, you know, more interesting and less repetitive work, I was going to have to go elsewhere or start a side hustle or do something in addition to, if not in the entirety of, my my role in my job. So that's when I started thinking about a transition was when I couldn't really find the same excitement in my everyday work because it was always just the same thing. It was, you know, putting out the same fires. It was, um, you know, thinking about the same things on social media or on the blog or all of these great things that are important and meaningful to the business that were just kind of had tapped me out um, and had used my creativity when it came to those things. So that's when I started thinking about a transition. Um, This second part that I want to talk about, how to do it with people in mind, this to me is where I could probably spend an hour and a half talking to you about this. I'm going to try and keep it short because I have a tendency to ramble on things that I feel really strongly about. But when I decided that I was going to leave, I had made a, a promise and a commitment to myself that I was going to leave well. I wasn't going to leave them feeling stranded or high and dry or like I left them in the middle of chaos. I wanted them to feel, you know, supported and valued and um, important because they were all of those things. Just because uh, Alma Levito was no longer a super great fit for me didn't mean that I had anything against, you know, my old boss or the other co-founder or any of my other co-workers. It just was no longer my home and that was totally okay. So I wanted to make sure that I left them in a way where that felt like a new chapter instead of a bad ending. Um, so what I did was I sat down and I had brainstormed through about three kind of exit plans um, to make their life as easy as possible. So I had a meeting with my boss and the co the other co-founder, and we sat down. I kind of walked them through how I was given another offer, why I was taking it, and then we started talking about these exit plan options, and at the time, they were getting ready for this massive launch for their new kind of membership-based coaching services that they sell, which if you're unfamiliar with, you should check out because they are pretty great, I'm not going to lie. 
Uh, and I think if no matter where you are in your life, they have a coach and a coaching program that can fit your needs and support you and offer you with offer you the accountability and direction that you're needing no matter where you are so encourage you to check them out however what i was going to say and talk to you guys about was these exit plan options so knowing they had this massive launch coming up they were already you know running around like chickens with their heads cut off because that's what happens at a launch in a really small startup everything is just crazy busy and insane so what I wanted to do is I wanted to make this transition as smooth and as easy as possible for the two of them so I put together these three exit plan options that kind of detailed out what it would look like for me to be involved in the next month in different capacities to make their lives easier they were really receptive to it they appreciated some plans and some options and knowing kind of where I was instead of it being like a firm this is my two-week notice in two weeks I'm out of here Uh, so I do highly encourage anyone considering a transition to think about a better way to deliver the news instead of just giving your notice Um, so think about that But the reason I would encourage you to do that is because people are are people and we have complex emotions and if somebody is blindsided by big news, it's helpful to also be presented a plan instead of having to then go into like critical thinking mode and understand what exactly needs to happen for this to be successful and how we're going to do that and why we're going to do that and all of these other like logistical aspects if you can go to somebody and give them big news and then say here's what we're going to do about that that usually supports that person in a way and takes the massive mental burden off of them so while they're still going to think about the logistics of what does it look like to not have her here or who's going to take over this or that, they now kind of have the structure of a plan that they can build out then to continue suiting their needs instead of having to start from scratch. So would highly suggest transition plans. And then throughout the time of that transition, make sure that you set up calls or calendar invites or emails like whatever it is so that you can continue to stay in touch with those people when you're gone um I text one of the co-founders like almost every day it feels like uh because we were really good friends and so we're just sharing we're continuing to share life together even after we're gone I now work with Jen to run people talking people I have found ways to continue to stay in touch and involved with the people that have really meant a lot to me at Almalavita, and I encourage anybody thinking about a transition to do the same. I know it's really easy and there's a lot of pressure to just kind of like make it quick and fast and like rip off the band-aid, but I don't think that's how you transition with people in mind as people we're similar to 
collectors in some sort as we go through life we collect experiences as oh i'm sorry that was we collect experiences without some sort of stutter um experiences people friendships relationships opinions we collect all of these things throughout our life and every time we transition out of a job that should be an addition to the collection we now have people we can go to to bounce other ideas off of or to grow with or to do life with and we have more people that we've collected over the course of our life that have added value to our life and added to who we are as a person and an individual when you can transition with people in mind and maintain those relationships you have now set yourself up for massive amounts of success because you're no longer like a solo individual out in the world trying to make it you have this whole team of people with you who are fighting for you and in your corner and on your side the next time you need them and that starts when you you put people first so I would highly encourage anybody thinking about a transition to do it with people first and to do it in a way where it becomes a continuation of any existing relationships instead of an end point. The last thing that I want to touch on because I fought with this for a really long time was why it's okay to transition. Um, I had been going back and forth for quite some time while I was still at Amalavita around should I transition? Should I not transition? Yes, I'm feeling a little stagnant, but there's still, you know, a super young company or there is potential for X, Y, and Z to happen. And I just went back and forth. One day I was pro leaving, one day I was pro staying, one day I was pro leaving, one day I was pro staying, and I couldn't really finalize my own opinion on the situation because there were a lot of variables. It was it was nice because it was a job that I liked. I worked with a team that I liked. I enjoyed the work that I was doing 90% of the time. But, you know, that other 10% is the 10% that sets you up for success in the long term. The 10% that I was investing in myself to continue learning and growing and developing So I knew the 10% was important and I was also fighting this battle of how long can I put off investing in that 10% or making that 10% investment in myself without, like, when am I going to need to see those results? So when do I need to start that investment? And it was hard. Like I said, I went back and forth for a really long time and where I kind of landed was people and life and seasons in our life all have defining moments. People have moments that define their identity, that define their you know character traits, that define who they are and how they act and sometimes their identity 
seasons in our life have defining moments similarly they can either they have a moment that defines them as like a high point or a really great part of our life or they have a moment that defines them as a negative part of our life or a learning experience or something that shapes us maybe in a way that we didn't want to be shaped and seasons similarly to the way that they happen in nature happen in our life and there's nothing wrong with any of the seasons spring there's nothing wrong with spring there's nothing wrong with summer winter and fall all similarly however they're each different in their own way they each bring a unique view to the world to the community around us the way people interact with each other how they live how they go out and enjoy the day-to-day of life seasons kind of influence and impact that and maybe you walk to work in spring summer and fall because it's great and you love it and then you have to walk to work in winter and you absolutely hate it because it's so cold and you just freeze the whole time and you get to work and you're soggy and wet and gross and it's just not an experience that anyone enjoys so I was thinking about my job at Amalavita as a season and as many of us know seasons aren't forever even in Alaska you know they have their kind of day day or really light season and then they have their darker winter season and those two seasons don't last all of the time they come and they go in their due timing so as I was thinking about Amalavita and my my transition there I did feel like I was coming to the end of a season it was feeling that really like repetitive and stagnant there wasn't really I was missing that 10% that I needed to keep to keep me going the 10% of investment in myself and in my future so thinking about seasons as a whole I knew that many good seasons will leave you with something There has rarely been a season in my life that has left me without a lesson or a takeaway or a friendship or I I don't even know what else could go on that list. Something, anything, whether it's like a newfound hobby or appreciation for something, every, every season kind of gives you a gift on its way out that's for you to kind of keep and treasure and collect so as I was coming to the end of my time at Ama La Vida I was thinking about seasons and all of these things that previous seasons have left me with and what it would look like for Ama La Vida to leave me as the season or me to leave Ama La Vida as the season and after two years almost two years it was apparent that Amalavita had left me with everything that I currently had. Um, they were leaving me with all of the professional skills that I had learned there from, you know, email marketing to social media to running a blog to just communicating with mass amounts of people to multitasking and like my job was frequently described as herding cats. So 
continued cat herding skills. Like uh, Amalavita was leaving me with all of these great tangible skills that I could take into my next job. And they were also leaving me with all of these great people and this network of people who cared about me, who wanted to see me succeed, who were invested in some way, shape, or form in my professional trajectory. And I wasn't leaving empty-handed. I was leaving with a team of cheerleaders who were incredibly excited and sad to see me go. So as the season closed, and I have now been a week, almost two weeks out from being completely done at Amalavita, I am seeing kind of an awakening in some way in my life. I'm getting to do new things and have new experiences and I now feel like I, instead of the 10% that I was hoping for, I've am now experiencing about like 25% um, just in like learning curves and some new roles and some new exciting adventures but I know that I can still call call up my really good friends at Amalavita and say like hey I'm really feeling imposter syndrome today like can we can we talk can like how was your vacation how is your daughter what are you guys thinking about for school is there some way I can support you in that I have these people who are genuinely excited about where I'm going and what I'm doing in my corner and the reality is every time you transition it's going to be weird it's going to be hard it's going to be awkward but if you can transition with people in mind those people aren't going to go anywhere those people will continue being your best friends they'll continue being the people you call when you feel a little bit lost and crazy and insane and they're gonna be the people who are your cheerleaders who blow up your instagram comments and love the heck out of you and do everything that you never expected anyone to do for you so transitioning is okay it's hard but on the flip side of everything that you get from people when you transition you also get to find that freedom you get to find the different thing that you were looking for you get to explore you get to add another experience and memory and developmental lesson or developmental phase to your personal collection of things you're collecting as a as a person and that makes you more valuable and more interesting the bigger that collection is the more interesting it is. I mean, it's similarly to a museum. If you went to a museum with two things, 
that might just be someone's garage. Like, you don't actually know if it's a museum. Uh, whereas, like, a museum with hundreds of thousands of artifacts and stories that it's telling is interesting to everyone and is interesting in a lot of different ways because it's got so many layers to it. So, transitions are another way to add a layer to your collection as an individual and as a person to invest in yourself and continue growing. So on that note, I am going to wrap up here. I know my voice is a little hoarse today, so I do apologize and I thank you if you've stuck with me this whole time. But quick reminder, People Talking People is a part of the Wonder Barn Podcast Network, so be sure to head over to wonderbarn.com check out all of their other podcasts on travel and business and yoga. I specifically want to encourage you to check out the World Wanderers podcast. It is one of my favorites. Um, It is a fun way to continue adding and collecting kind of experiences or knowledge or information to your your personal collection as a human without necessarily having to go and do it. So the hosts, Ryan and Amanda, go, they travel the world, they tell you all the ins and outs of those experiences, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, how you should do it, and why you should do it, um, and so much more. So if you are looking for new ways to continue growing and traveling and learning and experiencing other people and cultures that is the perfect podcast for you so we will see you soon